Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. How to set up your sales process. Hey guys, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champions Networking and the author of Endless Streamer Referrals, 10 ways to get a ton of referrals coming into your business. This is Growth Mode, where I hang out with Kevin Snow, uh, the sales and automation genius, and we talk about all things uh, sales, business development, and growing and scaling your business. In this episode, we're going to dive into specifically how do you build out your sales process? Kevin, where do we go from here, my friend? So when I started Time on Target, and actually, it was when I wasn't when I started time with Target. It was when I came back from uh, the deployment, and I did the giant shift in my business from speaking to actually consulting. And I started reaching out to companies and getting you know a sales meeting with them. I tried to replicate the same sales process I used when I was selling in the corporate world, a very structured, multi-step process, and it didn't work. And I failed miserably. I wasn't closing shit. And it was really because I hadn't figured out how my buyers, how my clients were making their decisions. I was trying to force them through my process of how I wanted to sell instead of selling to them how they wanted to buy and getting them the information in the right order at the right time to make their decision easy. And it took me a long time to figure that out. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, even for me, I mean, I came from Sandler training and I, <clears throat> you know, learned a very particular way to sell through a kind of this step-by-step -step process. And what I found is it was, is a very similar thing is the way I always sold wasn't going to work in this new world where now I was selling from the CEO perspective. Um, and so I had to develop and figure out the, the entire process for me to actually go through and develop a, a system and a process for me to be able to, to sell. So, um, it, it, I think a lot of it was 
and I think you experienced this as well, is we both kind of had to go through this moment of screwing shit up um, and and breaking what we thought was going to work to figure out how we could put things together and develop this process. And, and what I found for me, and I'm sure you found a very similar thing, is by building out my actual sales process now, I've gotten to this place where every sales call I have is almost the exact same call. There's very little variance in what's said and what's happened and which makes it a lot easier to bring on a lot more lifelong clients. Yeah. When I was selling originally, it was very much, all right, we have your initial call, you get all the information, you leave, you come back for another meeting and present the solution and go through all that. And then you talk about pricing and it was this really long drawn out thing. It was really hard to keep people engaged through that type of process because what I had didn't need that much breakup in the, in the timeline. I, I now have it down where I do one call closes for digital marketing consulting. There's no, hey, let's get together in two weeks and let's talk more. It's really down to the same steps are there, but they're just all compressed. Now in my meeting, it's you know information gathering and then teaching and giving tons of information and solutions. And hey, you know you could do this. Here's other things you can do. And it's almost giving them so much stuff that they're like, oh, my God, I, I need to have him do it because I'll never be able to do this myself. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, for me, um, it's also allowed me to quickly identify whether I want to work with an individual or not a lot faster. Um, I'm disqualifying people a lot quicker um, because it's a lot easier to identify who you want to work with when you're very systematic in the approach because their responses to their questions. And if you've done this enough times, you're, you, you know, you don't get these wild, just crazy questions or things that you've never heard before, because there's only the same questions that get asked on a regular basis. So based on how they're responding and interacting makes it really, really easy for me to determine if they're a good fit to work with. And uh, it allows me to change up how I'm approaching the call. So, which has been a lot of fun. So uh, I, I think, you know, for a lot of this is, I mean, I'll speak for me, the entire idea of really selling through a step-by-step -step process felt so stoic to me. I mean, um, even before I learned the Sandler system, even before, you know, uh, when I started this company, I was so hell bent on being just my authentic self and uh, just showing up as me. I, I was really worried that if I tried to stay in the step-by-step -step process that I would come across like a high C and be robotic as fuck and nobody would want to do business with me. Um, so I shied away from it. <laughs> um, but what I found is even though I have a system and a process, it's not this boring ass, okay, they said this, you said this, they do this, you do this. It's, it's a kind of a system that you're following through to completion. Yeah, I, and I think people have that misconception about a process that once you have a process, you have scripts, you, you learn specific things you're supposed to say in order that you want to do them in, is that you have to follow that every time. It's going to be exactly the same thing every time you go on a sales call. And that's not true. The, the scripts and the process are there are to help you learn. And then, you know, I always had scripts when I was telemarketing, and it was really so I could make sure I didn't 
stumble and didn't sound totally like I had no clue what I was talking about. But the more I learned the script, the easier it was to put it into my words and my my intonation and my personality. What? The hell's intonation. Intonation. It's how you talk. Intonation. It's how you talk. It's it's. Somebody break out the fucking dictionary for me. <laughs> We're, we have a we have a new uh, segment on the show. Word of the week for Donnie. <laughs> I am googling intuition right now. In- intonation. Oh, intonation. Well, make you're making up words. Intuition. Uh, roll the tape, Greg. Put that back <laughs> in there. What the fuck did he actually say? All right, continue on intonation but the process is there to help you learn how to move someone through that that cycle as quickly as possible and it's and they are meant to be flexible because your client isn't going to stay in a linear decision making cycle and a lot of people think oh we did this so now we won't have to do that anymore well they might learn something new and now they go back to an information gathering stage. It's not a straight line anymore. So you need to be able to get really good at, you you understand the process, but you understand what the triggers are and what the signs are that someone is at a certain stage. So if they move backwards, you're able to recognize, okay, we are now back here because something happened or they've jumped ahead and they're now thinking, you know, how do I buy? What's the next steps? Yeah. So the rise and fall of a voice in speaking, that is intonation. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, but I mean, to, to that point is it goes back to what we've always said. Sales is a conversation, right? So when, when you look at that conversation as you're going from here to here, to here, to here, it allows for a lot more natural and easy flow of the conversation. And when they have that intonation, when their voice rises and falls and they get excited um, or they get lethargic, you know, in the call, you know, the next move that you need to make to be able to continue that real conversation. And I, I think for me, by having these steps along the way, like, you know, simple things like when I, you know, start a sales call, it. For me, every call, every conversation is a sales call, right? So every conversation I start is going to start like this. Hey, you know, Kevin, thanks for, you know, sitting down. I got no agenda on this. Why don't we do this? You tell me your story. I'll tell you mine and we'll see what turns up. And I'm always going to make them go first. And the reason I found over the years to make them go first is however they share their story with me gives me a lot of ways to position myself to tell my story to see if I want to invest a further more sales conversation, more get to know you conversation or where we're taking this conversation, you know, in general. Um, And it's just those little things about thinking about how do I start off the sales call? Um, What's the big trigger questions I need to be asking? What needs to happen, you know, at this point um, to be able to continue the conversation uh, moving forward? So, I'm going to ask you to expand on that a little bit because that actually ties in really good with the question we have this week from one of our members, uh, Lauren Aman, uh, from Lauren Aman Coaching uh, from the Cincinnati Cattles chapter, asks, as a brand new business owner, what sales process steps should be considered, i.e., where do you start? So what what steps do you need to have in your process? Yeah, what I do you love think that. is really important? 
So each week we're going to be featuring a question from one of our success champion networking groups. Um, we've asked them to submit a bunch of questions in. So uh, it's a new fun segment we're adding in here, which I think will be a blast. So uh, thanks, Lauren, for the question. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, first and foremost is people need to start looking at their sales calls as a process in general um, and start looking at different things to, to as far back as, as, you know, where did they find the individual? Where did the person first raise their hand or where did the, the first connection get made with that person? So for me, I've always called it the first touch. What's the first touch you have with an individual? And that's the st- first stage of your sales process. So how did you meet them? Where did they come from? Was it an introduction? Was it a referral? Was it marketing? Was it an email? Was it an outreach? Where did you you find them? Um, and then from there, you start going through and you think about you know the different things. So one of the things that I love to tell people to do is to break down your last five to 10 sales calls and go, okay, when you, when you break down each one of those sales calls step-by-step, what were some of the things that popped up? You know, how did you start the sales call? What did you say? What are some of the questions you asked along the way? And, you know, what were some of the things that were either stumbling blocks for you, tripped you up, or uh, made you pause to re-ask your question a different way? Um, where did you find yourself leaning into the conversation? Where did you see them leaning into the conversation? And you think step by step by step, where do I need to go? So you need to be looking at the different things like, you know, what are the parameters for somebody to say yes to you that you need? You know, they need to be able to make a decision. They need to have money. You know, they need to have an actual problem you can solve, you know, those type of things. But you start going through and start developing, okay, okay, how do I uncover those problems? You know, how do I figure out what product or service I should offer them? You know, what do I, how do I figure out, you know, to get them to lean into the conversation and put the system to that. I think um, that's really hard for a lot of business owners to do. I know when I would not selling. Well, no, I I think the, I think the, well, let me rephrase that. I think the hard part for them is realizing what they said and what they're doing in their sales calls. Cause I'd ask lots of my uh, consulting clients and that's one of the things, you know, what's the one thing you say that makes, everyone's the the lights go on in your customer's eyes or they just get it and they understand what you're talking about. And most of them had to think they're like, Oh, I, I don't know. And you know, it's, I, and I think it's partially because if you get the win and you get the person to say, yes, I want to give you money, then you're all woo. I got money and you're excited and you move on. You're not thinking about how you got to that point. And if people say, no, I don't want to do business with you. You're like, screw it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to move on to the next one. And you, they also don't figure out why the person said no. I, I think they move very much from the result onto the next thing without any consideration about what actually so, happened. So then I'm going to put this back on you because uh, I'm going to use a phrase that his eyes are going to light up as soon as I say this. How do they do an after action report after every sales call? Uh, that That's hard. I don't know. Uh, the what do you mean you don't great, know? <laughs> great, great answer. I, I think it's and, and this is this will be really hard for you. And part of it is a CRM and being able to go back and look at what your notes were from that working with that client and seeing and trying to figure out patterns in ones that say no. Are there certain things happening that are causing them all to say no? 
And same thing with the ones that say yes. What are you doing differently between the yeses and the noes so that you get more yeses? And that's really... So what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little bit more meat on this bone. Just I don't know. I can't believe those words came out of your mouth. Um, uh, so so here, after every sales call, guys, you should literally take five to ten minutes and break down that sales call, okay? And you should why, why it's absolutely fresh in your head. You should write out. Um, everything that you can remember and you, and you can do a CRM that's totally fine. Like Kevin says, but you should, um, absolutely at least write it down on a sheet of paper, um, and go through, okay, how did I start the sales call? What questions did I ask? What were their responses? And literally go line by line for the entire sales call. And I promise if you do this after every sales call, what you're going to start seeing is there's some consistencies in what you're saying and what you're doing and how you're responding and how you're asking. And that's going to form your overall sales process. He's chomping at the bit to say something because I made fun of him. So go ahead. (laughs) No, that's... No, that's not why it was all. You know, I think that's really, I agree. That's exactly what you need to do is you need to be after each event going through and saying, all right, so what just happened? And figuring that out. But I think as business owners, you know, look at our schedule today. We're back to back to back to back. And that's really hard. So what is the easy way for a a, uh, business owner to be able to do that consistently? Um, to never finish a day without going back and revamping every meeting. I mean, I don't care how fucking melted you are at the end of the day, before you turn off your computer, before you walk away from everything, you need to go back and break down every sales call. You, If you don't have a process, if you don't have a systematic way of selling, then you need to make sure every end of the day, you do not finish up shop. And dude, we all get it. Kevin and I are fucking melted at the end of most days um, because of how hard we're running. Um, he can last a lot longer than I am later into the night doing things. But dude, by five o'clock, I'm fucking toast. And, you know, even I, you know, I say that my sales process, my sales calls, they're all so the same freaking call done over and over and over again. I don't have to break them down anymore because I know that that there's nothing anybody can say to me that I haven't heard before. And I think a lot of this is the volume of conversations that I have on a regular basis that I know whether somebody's going to say yes or no to me before they say yes or no. Um, Just because I've been in it enough, but you need to finish out every day with breaking down your sales calls and figure out what was said. Well, I think you also have done the same type of sales process so long that you know, in the meeting when you screwed something up. Because oh, for sure. We, we've been on sales calls with prospective clients and we get done with the call. And you're like, well, I, I fucked this up. And yep. you knew right away. So, and that's a thing about and, But oftentimes though too, I, I, I will call myself in the middle of that meeting, right? If I say something yep. wrong, I'm like, shit. Well, that was a dumb thing for me to say. Here's what I was trying to say. You know, I don't have any problem calling me myself out through the process, but it's, it's every time that happens um, is to remember what you said, what, what was the action you took? Um, I always have a pad of paper uh, sitting in front of me. Um, I do a lot of doodling, a lot of drawing, but I also take a shit ton of notes. Most of the times my notes make no sense later on because I'm just writing shit down. Um, but 
it's it's those little things of of listening to the moves and the questions and the things that get said and how they're said that allows me to think about the the system and process. You know, the 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 biggest thing I want people to think about when you're thinking about your sales system is what's the the, the least amount of steps I can put in place so that I can test. So it could be as simple as all right, what is you know, how do I start to call? How do I uncover some sort of problems? Um, you know, uh, how do I figure out what to offer them? How do I make the offer? And then how do I onboard and how do I work them up to referral, right? If, if you just go with that simple of a system, now you can figure out what happens in each stage of that system, right? Each each process along the way. And when you find that, you can can then go back and start testing. And that's the fun thing is, is for the, for most people, I want you to create the simplest sales system for yourself that you possibly can. And then I want you to constantly test it and try different ways. Um, I think the sales call itself should be the most boring conversation uh, because it's the same conversation over and over and over again. And it should be such a volume of these conversations that you hear something said by somebody and it triggers an automatic response from you because you've heard it so many damn times. That, that concept of uh, the sales call being the most boring conversation is get some salespeople into trouble though. Cause I know when I was doing the corporate sales thing and I was working with specific types of clients, I, a lot of time I got to the point where I thought I knew the answers so I started skipping over specific questions and trying That's to a take lazy shortcuts. That's a lazy yeah. salesperson. Yeah, and it, but it, you know, it's saying, "Oh, I'm going to take a shortcut, basically, and try and get to the closing faster." And that, but that's a trap that a lot of people fall into. Well, I mean, look, guys. At, at the end of the day, your job is to go find somebody who doesn't know shit about you. Let them understand about your product and service. And get them so fucking excited that they're ready to do business with you. When I say the conversation should be boring, I'm not saying you should be bored with the conversation. I'm saying it should be the same damn conversation that happens every freaking time. You know, it should be the a very consistent flow with a very few nuances in maybe quantities or volumes or hours or terms of how long you'll work together. You know, but you know, for most of you, 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 you know what you sell, you know what your services are, you know what it takes, you know what it cost it, you know, for, for most things. And if you haven't put on a consistency in those type of things, go find a way to put something consistent to it. And, and that way, when you can sit across from somebody, you have so many ways to help them say yes to your product and service that it makes it easy. This isn't about shortcutting the process. This is about you diving into somebody with that same guys we always talk about is how do I disqualify this individual? How do I determine if I want to work with them and what's the things I need to understand so I can make that determination and thought process for it? And, and it's, it's a mental change. And the only person who really wants to shortcut a sales call is a salesperson who works for somebody else. When you're a business yep. owner, right, you, you, you're not trying to shortcut anything. 
you don't have time to be a lazy motherfucker on these sales calls because your time is so fucking relevant. It, it, you know, every conversation you have has to be a million dollar conversation and you, you treat it that way. So, so if you're trying to shortcut your own sales process as a business owner, you're cutting your fucking throat. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So, um, action steps. Um, we're going to wrap up every episode from here on out with, with specific action steps that you should be taking to develop um, or go off of this topic that we talked about. So action steps for you, Kevin. What, what are some of the things people need to be doing um, with their business to develop their sales process? So you already touched on one of them. They need to be looking at their past sales calls. So uh, if you're listening today, what you need to do is look at your last five sales conversations you had and break them down. How did you find this person? You know, how did you start that meeting? What did they say? What did you say? And how did you end the meeting? You know, that next, did you set up the next steps or did you leave it open is really key. And then figure out what are the 10 questions you need to ask during that sales conversation that gets you to the point where you can have a great conversation about how to move forward and how to get to that next step. Yeah. And I would add in there that, you know, the the bottom line of all this is figuring out what is your consistent system that takes people from unknown to known to interested to client to lifelong client that wants to make introductions and referrals for you. Oh, and, I, and I think, guys, if you really start looking at your sales as what's my process, it'll be an absolute game changer for your business. So as always, guys, if you got any value out of this episode, you got any knowledge, tips, tricks, things of value that work for you, do us a favor and tell two people about this podcast or this this show uh, if you're watching on YouTube and help them subscribe. Make sure you're subscribed if you're on YouTube. Make sure you ring the bell so you get new episodes coming out. Um, every time they come out and leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening or watching uh, to podcasts. Those reviews really help us get more awareness out there in the marketplace. So as always, guys, it's Donnie and Kevin with the Growth Mode Show. Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.